And we are back with the elevation to Krishna consciousness by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Page number 44, we're starting the chapter 4, Knowing Krishna as He Is. We do not need any high qualifications to offer prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Whatever our social or intellectual position may be, we can offer prayers. We do not have to be very learned or very scholarly, nor do we have to present our prayers in nicely selected words that are po poetical, rhetorical or metaphorical. None of this is required, although if it's there, it's very nice. We simply have to express our feelings. But in order to be able to do this, we have to be aware of our position. Once we are aware of our position, our feelings can be expressed sincerely and automatically. What is our position? This has been taught by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who teaches us how to pray in his prayer. Nadanam Najanam Nasundarim Kavitam Vajakadisha Kaumaye Mama Janmani Janmani Shware Bhavatak Bhaktira Haituki Tvai O Almighty Lord, I have no desire to accumulate wealth, nor do I have any desire to enjoy beautiful women, nor do I want any number of followers. What I want only is that I may have your causeless devotional service in my life, birth after birth. Shikshashtakam verse number 4 In this prayer the Lord of the universe is called Jagadish. Jagat means universe and Isha means Lord. Whether we are Hindu, Muslim or Christian or whatever, we must acknowledge that there is a supreme controller of this universe. This cannot be denied by anyone who has faith in God. Our conviction should be that our Supreme Father is Jagadish, or Lord of the entire universe. Only Lord Jagadish is in control, everyone else is controlled. The atheists, however, do not like this term because they like to think that they are in control. But actually, this is not the case. All beings in the material world are subject to the three modes of material nature, goodness, passion and ignorance. But the Supreme Lord is above these modes. Deluded by the three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance, the whole world does not know me, who am above them, and inexhaustible. Bhagavad Gita 7.13 The Brahma Samhita also gives us information regarding Jagadish, the Supreme. In that work, Lord Brahma says that the Supreme Controller is Lord Krishna himself. Ishvarah Parama Krishna. The word Ishvara means controller, and the word Parama means supreme. All of us are controllers to some limited extent. If we have nothing to control, sometimes we keep a dog or a cat so we can say, My dear dog, please come here, 
In this way we can think, I am the controller. Sometimes the tables turn, however, and we find that the dog controls the master. This happens because actually no one is the controller and everyone is controlled. Unfortunately, we are forgetful of this situation and this forgetfulness is called Maya. We refuse to accept any controller of this universe because if we accept a controller, we have to account for our sinful activities. Just as when we accept the government, we have to account for our unlawful activities. Our position is that we want to continue our sinful activities and therefore we deny, deny the existence of a controller. This is the basic principle of godlessness. The current propaganda that God is dead is spread because people want to continue being rascals without restriction. This is the basic principle underlying the denial of God's existence. But however much we deny his existence, he will not die. In this regard, there is a Bengali proverb that says Shakuni Shari Gorumarana. The word Shakuni means vulture. Vultures enjoy dead animal carcasses, especially the carcass of the cow. Sometimes a vulture may go for days without a carcass. Therefore, this proverb says that the vulture curses the cow, wishing him to die. But this does not mean that the cow will die just to oblige the vulture. Similarly, these atheistic vultures who want to see God dead so they can take pleasure in thinking now God is dead, I can do anything I like. We must know then for certain that there is a controller. That is the beginning of knowledge. Why should we deny the truth? In every field of activity we find some finite controller. So how can we deny the existence of an infinite controller in this creation. It is not without reason, therefore, that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu particularly uses this word, Jagadish, Lord of the Universe. He does not manufacture the term, for it is found in many different Vedic mantras. For instance, Tavakara kama lavare na kama buta shringam, dalita hiranya kashaputa nubringam, keshavadrita narahari rupa, jaya jagadi shahare, jaya jagadi shahare, jaya jagadi shahare. Oh my lord, your hands are very beautiful, like the lotus flower, but with your long nails you have rift ripped apart the wasp Hiranya Kashipu. Unto you, Lord of the Universe, do I offer my humble obeisances. Hiranya Kashipu was an atheist who denied the existence of God, but God came as Lord Nisimhadev, a half-man, half-lion incarnation, and kill him, killed him. Therefore, Praise is given to the Lord as supreme controller of the universe and all living entities. Jaya Jagadisha Hare. There is also another prayer. Jagannatha Swami Nayana Patagami Bhavatume. 
O Lord of the Universe, please be visible unto me. In all these prayers and in many others, the Supreme Controller of the Universe is acknowledged. Everyone is trying to become Supreme Controllers, but it is not possible by individual, communal or national effort. Because everyone is trying to be Supreme, there is great competition in the world. The world is created in such a way, however, that no one can become supreme. Regardless of what position we place ourselves in, we will find that someone is inferior to us and that someone is superior. No one individual can say, I am the supreme, no one is above me. Nor can anyone say, I am the most inferior, no one is below me. Once we think that we are the most inferior, we'll immediately find someone is inferior to us. And once we think that we are the supreme, we'll immediately find someone superior. This is our position. God's position, however, is not like this. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna asserts his superiority himself in this way. O conqueror of wealth, Arjuna, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. Bhagavad Gita 7.7 God is Asamaurdha, which means that no one is equal to or superior to him. If we find someone who has no superior, we can understand him as God. God can be defined as one who has no superior and who has no equal. This is the Vedic version. In the Upanishads, it is said, no one is found equal to or greater than him. Another characteristic of God is that he has nothing to do. In the material world, when a man is considered very important, he always has a great number of things to do. The President of the United States, for instance, is considered to be the supreme man in the country, but as soon as there is some disturbance in Central Europe or in any other place in the world, he immediately has to call a meeting of his cabinet to consider how to deal with the situation. So even he is required to do so many things. If he does not do anything, he is no longer the supreme man. In Vedic literatures, however, we find that God has nothing to do. Krishna may act in so many ways in the world, but it is not because he is required to do so. This is indicated in Bhagavad Gita. Nanavaptam avaptavyam varta eva chakarmani. 
O son of Pritha, there is no work prescribed for me within all the three planetary systems. Neither am I in want of anything, nor have I the need to obtain anything, and yet I am engaged in work. Bhagavad Gita 3.22 In this respect, it is interesting to note that one European gentleman who went to Calcutta and visited several temples noted that in the temple of the goddess Kali the deity had a very ferocious figure with a chopper in hand and was cutting off the heads of demons and wearing them as garlands. In other temples he saw the deity engaged in similar activities, but when he came to the Radha Krishna temple he said, I find that in this temple there is God. When asked how he concluded this, he said, in every temple I saw that the deity was doing something, but here I see that God is simply playing a flute and enjoying himself. He obviously has nothing to do. This is a very intelligent conclusion. Indeed, it is the Vedic conclusion. Jai. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And this book is in the description. You can find the link to read, download, or purchase. So please, this is your chance. And uh, our email is also there if you'd like to connect with us. So this was Shravanam Diaries. And we will see you next time. Continuing reading this beautiful chapter about knowing Krishna as he is. So stay tuned. Hare Krishna.